0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the business breakthrough. Today I sit down with Shea a First Rate Painters, new business owner, ready to take on the world. I love it. The mindset is there. He's investing in his business, getting some marketing, definitely invested in a great software. You know what he's using, drip jobs, baby. Uh, so he's utilizing the best tools out there. Uh, To hopefully grow his business and to give him a fresh start, but we had to dive a little bit deeper into the foundation. He had some ideas about a potential partnership uh, with someone else, so we covered a lot of cool things uh, in today's Business Breakthrough, and it starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes standards welcome to the contractor secrets podcast here we hit business strategy coaching mindset motivation the tools you need for success so strap in listen up and get ready to grow on the contractor secrets podcast Can you hear me? What's up, Shay? Hey, how you doing? How's it going, my man? Oh, surviving. Surviving. Hey, that's a, hey, surviving is sometimes what we need to do until we hit.
1: That's uh, right. That's right. That's we hit
0: right. I've right? <laughs> been there this week. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, dude, thanks for uh, wanting to, uh, to do this. I'm here to give you some value if I can. Um, just give me one second. here. Yeah. Is that you or me? That noise what's up? oh background noise? no it was a it was a phone ringing i, I didn't oh. know if it was me
1: oh that's on your end <laughs>
0: uh, all right man so shay let's get this going man i'm gonna do a quick intro uh for my podcast and uh and we'll just uh we'll just hit it off is that cool all right sounds good all right what's up everyone i'm here with shay uh first rate painters one month in business what's up man how you doing how you doing happy to be here with you so I always start off what's uh what's something that's going really well and then tell me what's something that's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> really well. The paint jobs are going really well. Customers are satisfied with our quality of work. That's that's cool. great. Um I'm a painter by trade. Um, okay. I've never been in a sales position um ever. So that's kind okay. of that's 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 my 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 block right now is is selling. Um not a sense like I'm comfortable talking to customers. I'm comfortable with right. our quality work. I'm able to do all those and hit that. It's just a little the little things on closing the deal. Um, right. The right words to say, kind of give them some comforts. I'm actually really good at giving them comforts. It's more so I need to be more aggressive on closing the deal and 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 just kind of pushing things forward and seeing and instead of being super passive. Um,
0: Let me ask you I a question.
1: Them, I say something and I give them time, like, okay, yeah. Just get back to me whenever you want instead of being like, all right, well, here, what do you, you know, what, what you, what's your holdup on this? Or what are you, what are you waiting for? Or what are you looking for?
0: Sure. Uh, what, so kind of just having more to say than just here's your quote <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question before we go further than that. Like, let me ask you, what, what do you sell? Myself. Right. You know that. I mean, that's yeah. important, right? But yes. why would someone buy you?
1: Because I'm easy to work with. I'm amazing. Uh, they just like being around me. I just, Trustworthy, I have, a, I have a trustworthiness. They sure. just, people gravitate okay. towards that.
0: Perfect. So my question to you is when does the sale start?
1: Before I even make contact
0: with them. Right. I want to know, we know that, but like in your business, like, where, like how can somebody agree with all those things before you get to their house? Because this is important. A lot of people right. overlook this, this aspect of business. And it's like, first of all, you're, you're competing in sales and right. you have a short window of time to get somebody to believe all of these things that you took your whole life to believe about yourself. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, so we have like, what, 45 minutes to get somebody to think that we're trustworthy, we're likable, we're fun to be around, and we're going to do a great job, right? So not, we're not focusing all of our time on that. We're actually listening to them, listening to their wants, their needs, desire. And maybe out of that whole interaction, we get 10 minutes to give them why hire us, you know, and why hire me, you know, specifically. So right. this is important for you to think about. And I want to give you this because this is what I study. This is what I'm passionate about. It's kind of just how we can create uh, the perception that we're superior. And by the time we walk in the door, we're friends. And I want to kind of ask you let's walk through what you're buyer's cycle and journey is and the, the best you can do right now is just be transparent so i could kind of dial in some areas you can improve so how does somebody get in contact with you for an estimate in most cases
1: so right now i'm using a uh, pathfinder amazing so they got yeah, the lead right. hooked up so as soon as the lead comes in they get an email through drip and that's the initial connect uh conversation starter um, okay
0: now did you keep the default messages in drip drops yeah Okay, so this is something I suggest that you really focus on, okay, is going into those messages and pretty much creating a story. And I think this is only unique to you. Uh, I have somebody who, a very good friend, Skyler. What happens is whenever his estimate is scheduled, he creates a three-step drip sequence that goes out um, that says, hey, my name is Skyler. I want to introduce myself as the owner of PGH Painters. I am a born and raised... Uh, you know, advocate, a- entrepreneur in the in the Pittsburgh area. This is how I got started. These are my passions. This is what I believe in. This is the quality that you can expect. And just so you know, tomorrow, I'm going to be sending you another email uh, about, you know, why I decided to get into this industry. Look out for that. And then he drips out another one 24 hours later and then another one. So he does three. Okay. And more and more people are starting to do this. And the reason why is, is because, You know and you can get pretty robust with it you could do it you could turn on your webcam do a video and say hey my name's shay thanks so much for booking that appointment with us i just want to introduce myself i'm the owner i'm the guy that's going to be at your house tomorrow Um, I just want to set expectations. First thing we're going to do is we're going to kind of walk around your house, make sure, you know, I answer all of your questions. Second thing we're going to do is identify your color choices. If you want to take it that route, especially being new in business, that is a great thing for you to be doing is utilizing some time to talk color. I used to do that like a, a nut, dude. I used to have 50 samples in my trunk ready to go, you know, cause I wanted no barrier stopping me from closing the deal. Third right. thing is to say, okay. And at the end, we're gonna discuss, we're gonna kind of showcase to you pricing. And if all goes well, we'll be happy to honor the 15% off discount that you see. Cause don't, I think that's one of their marketing uh, objectives yep. at 50, 50% yep. discount. So, you know, you're, you, you really can, can master the art of the sale before the sale. So think about if you did all that Shay, And then the time you get to the house, it's almost like they're excited. At least most people would be because it's like, Hey, this guy is, I I learned a lot already. So it's not, you're not putting as much stress on the three aspects of what you're doing now is the estimate, the introduction and the getting to know part. And then the sale all has to be done in this, in this like confined amount of time. And, I don't, whether you're in sales or not, you own a business. So now you're a salesperson. My Definitely. point here, Shay, is that it's not so much that you need to be a great salesperson, stack the deck. I, I'm not a great salesperson, dude. I'm not. I'm average, bro. I'm not Wall Street style. I just sell great stuff and I find ways to get people to like me before I have to present the pricing. So they're not making judgments on if they like me at the same time they're deciding if they want to move forward. Does that make right.
1: sense? Yeah, definitely.
0: So that's kind of just a, a mindset shift that you might want to adopt of like, hey, let me go through my own buyer's journey and try to separate myself before I get to the job. Or to the, okay. okay?
1: And, and, and I've played around with that. I'm glad that you brought that up because that was, that was that's perfect. Um, I've done a few... Uh, like I said, I'm new, so I'm I I don't do I don't approach every customer the same. Everyone has been yep. approached differently. Just trying yeah. to different things. Absolutely. And I and I was doing that, but I was I think I was approaching it the wrong way. I was sending I would send like proof of my insurance, proof of my bond, my license number. All and right. trying to show that i'm like legit
0: legitimate
1: like trust me trust me instead of just focusing more again on myself uh you know like sure. i think the video things are really big one i know that my parents when they did their construction site when they put a little yeah. video um a little documentary a bio whatever on my yeah. on my dad the owner yeah People drop their guards, drop because they could they could put a face to it. It If you look at my
0: website, there's a video of my guys. Like we need to, especially when we're doing online marketing, which is in this imaginary world, and right. we're bringing it to the real world. There has to be some sort of, you know, we got to lower that barrier, right? right. You know that, okay? Right. So so I'm just helping you see that. So when you're going into these estimates, I want you to gauge how much does that person know me, one to ten, and if the answer honestly Shay is like a three then you have a lot of work to do when you're there. But if the answer is like a seven, eight, nine, then guess what? It's not gonna be that hard to close the deal. Now, here's the deal. It doesn't always have to be done through drips. It could be done through branding. It could be done through word of mouth, right? So if we had a scorecard on how much this person has seen us, trusts us, likes us, and boom, we get to the estimate, we present professionally, we answer questions. The momentum is so high that the pricing part is easy, you know, because it's justified. It's like, okay, it's not as risky. So let's talk about what it's, you know, first of all, are you happy with your closing ratio? No. Okay. When it comes down to your sales and your business, is it just you doing the painting, the estimating, the selling, the production, the Mm -hmm. marketing? Okay. Everything. I
1: have, I have, I do have a guy that I work with. Um, okay. like a sub, I have a sub okay. guy, but yes, but I am basically right now, you know, holding all the hats
0: in order for me to tailor any sort of advice to you. I need to know what is your goal here? Because some people would love to just paint and they don't want to deal with anyone they don't want to have employees they don't want to have managed they don't want to grow what is your what is your goal my friend so my
1: my thing but the whole reason to starting this business actually is it's kind of crazy i don't like painting i mean i like painting but it's not like my end goal my end goal is i want to help people i want to create a platform i want to create a place that people can go to work i want to create a place that people enjoy it sure i want to grow i want to have 100 employees i want to be massive i want to go commercial residential i have massive dreams i can visualize it i see it i know kind of the positions that I that I that I have in there. Um and that's based off my military background with military being in the Navy and kind of seeing strategically how to how to train people, how to make yeah. SOPs and, and programs and stuff. So my goal is to be, be mass.
0: You gotta be putting that information in those trips about your story, about how you, you know, I mean, come on, man. You know, sell that. I mean, right? that's great. People love uh veterans, um, and 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 they want to support you. Um, so not saying that you're looking for any sort of extra support, but use it, man. It's a great, oh, yeah, thing. yeah. those things are, right. Absolutely. Like you said, so anyway, so you got, up. so anyway, um, so, but I love that. So here's the deal. You've been in business for a month. Um, you have a guy that kind of helps you out. Um, have you ever had to hire anyone in any other capacity in your life? Never. Okay. So as much as sales is a good skill. Um, to learn you're getting practice at this pretty much every other day with an estimate you're getting practice you're like "Eh, I should have done something differently on that one I probably shouldn't have said that maybe if I would have said this it would have worked you got to understand you're going to need reps you know I'm sure the military I've
1: read a in the military
0: what do they do they they in the military they break it down and then they build build up habits you know, and and you get habits and it's habitual. And it's like, in in, in business, it's the same thing. It's just sales requires a lot of reps. Literally, I can give you some word tracks that I've used that have worked. And the only reason I know they work is because I tried them out and wasn't afraid if they didn't work, I'd say, well, whatever. That one doesn't work as well, you know? So it's like, but hiring, you don't get to try this out much. Unfortunately, the feedback loop is really long in hiring. You know why? Because if we give someone an opportunity It's a very slow, painful death to see if they work out or they don't, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, so that might be a three, you might, here's the deal. If you get lucky with hiring, that's a bad, bad, bad thing. Because if you get lucky, you find somebody that kind of fits the mold and they kind of work out and they kind of show up on time and they kind of do a good job. And it's comfortable and guess what happens after three months they just start fading out they kind of just start not treating your business well well in in your mind you thought that you had an employee that was going to allow you to grow well guess what when that guy beats feet you were growing three months on sales and marketing and guess what your hiring process hasn't even taken off the ground because you have no clue why that person didn't work out you have no reference point of what the process was that found that person and Number three, you know, you weren't actively hiring to match the sales and the marketing that you were spending in your business. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So So with, with all that said, what's your hiring strategy right now? Have you thought about this?
1: Yeah. What is Um, it? I'm going off my ego. (laughs) No, (laughs) I, but I, I had the pleasure of working in Arizona for the last two years, um, To get licensed you have to be underneath the licensed contractor so i've been working out here in the field with all these guys um and again people love being around me so i have about six guys that i've worked with that were crew leads with me um and, and and one of my actually one of my supervisors are are waiting for me to get enough job sandbag to come and work for me um with me not for me but with me um so i that one i i probably like you said it's probably I put on the back burner thinking like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm good. People want to work with me and not put much, much effort into it. But if they don't come and work for me, I would be kind of put in a bad spot.
0: Well, here's the deal, man. You know, I think you need to, in the same way you reached out and found some marketing to find you leads, Mm -hmm. you realized what people aren't going to find me. Right. (laughs) If I don't do this. Okay. So in the same way, it's like, okay, you need to try out hiring in a sense that you need to test out the theory. Can I find a random individual that I don't already know, bring them into my business and create an employee out of that. Okay. That's a theory that needs to be tested in business. You've got to identify that. Okay. And you've got to identify if you, if you can't do that, if you're only relying on people, you know, and people who are waiting for things to fall through before they, settle for your thing that's not that's not going to get you to 100 employees right that's not going to get you much you're going to keep painting and painting and painting and painting and painting until people start hearing about you and then they start calling you because you're doing great work and guess what you're going to have to say i can't get to you today i'm busy i can't get to your job with for three months i'm booked out four months people have the illusion that's a good thing and that's actually a declining business right because you're just turning away Organic opportunity. You got to understand something. If you're going to go into business, which you did, what did you do before this, by the way?
1: A lot of things. Uh, I was in the military. I worked no, right uh, before
0: staff. this, right before you started. Oh, right business. before this painting. I was a painter. Okay. You were painting for someone. Yeah. Okay. And then when you decided to start your business, one to 10, how risky was that for your life?
1: Massive. Uh, a 20. Massive.
0: What's that? A 20? 20. <laughs> was that not the hardest decision you had to make? Definitely. Okay. So out of your comfort zone incredibly difficult. Jumping off the I cliff. A, I did a talk on this. I, I went to, I did a seminar and I did talk on this because it's very important. What you did right there is the highest level risk that you're ever going to go through in business. hundred percent. Everything under that. Okay. Whether that's going out on a limb and hiring before you're ready, going out on a limb and paying a marketer before you're ready, using a ball software, like drip jobs, everything at that point is not risky. Okay. In comparison to what you did. So you have to understand that you, you're not going to stop taking risks. Some people start their business and then they go, Oh my God, I made it to the other side. I'm just going to stop right now. And I'm going to just accept what I just found over here. I'm not going to take any more risks. And I don't think you're that person. Cause you signed up for marketing, signed up for drip jobs. You're actively looking for information. You want this, but dude hiring right now, before I spoke to you was this big gray area that you're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. And the reason you're avoiding it is because you don't know. You don't have a strategy. It's not that you're scared of it. It's just that, dude, I don't want to, I've heard horror stories. I'm on the Facebook group. Everybody talks about, they can't find good help. I don't want to deal with somebody. I don't know if I have enough work for that person. I don't want the pressure of finding work for that person. I have a part-time guy that I pull in whenever I need him. And if I don't need him, I don't have to worry about him being mad that he doesn't have hours. All that true. That's very true. Okay. We can't live that way. That's almost like saying, well, I want to grow, but I'm not going to try to grow. And if growth happens to me, then it happens, you know, <laughs> because what happens is, is, there's a secret ether in business. You ready? That when you have pressure, something yeah. is going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. So if you look someone in the face and say, Hey, I'm going to promise you 40 hours a week. Guess what's going to happen in those Good. moments of the day where you're not feeling motivated, you're going to say, dude, this guy is counting on me. And either you're going to find work for that person, or you're going to step back and give them their hours and go find more work. That's what's going to happen. You have got to do that. And guess what? When you're in a sales negotiation with a customer doing an estimate, and you know that if they say no, it's not that big of a deal, how motivated right. are you to, to right. step up with a broad shoulder and say, listen, I, I just want to know what was your budget for this project? you know? And then you go, Okay, listen, I don't normally do this, but I got to keep my guys busy. So you're playing into the emotional aspect of a business owner caring about their employees, which you said was what your number one, number one thing. Okay, which is going to be true when you say it, which carries a lot of weight. And you're going to say, I'll do it for four grand. And they'll say yes. And then you'll say, wow, that worked. And then you're going to do that again, because you really did it for your team. But right now, a lot of the things that you're doing in business and the decisions that you're making is for yourself. Cause you have right. no one to do it for. So right. with that said, you need a hiring strategy. I'm going to give you my course. You need it. You're going to take it. And you're going to put out an ad today. You need to do that. You need to put out an ad. First step of hiring is putting out the ad, you know, the ads right. pre-written for right. you in the course. You just put it out on indeed. You got to spend money on it and you got to know how to filter out applicants because you're going to get everyone in their mother who can click the apply button down, down the row. So you need to know who to look for. Let me ask you a question. One more question, and then we'll kind of go back and forth. Don't give me a lot. Am I moving too fast?
1: No, 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 not at all. all right, we got not an
0: hour here. We got 45 minutes here. I'm trying to feed you, feed you as much as I can. But here's the deal: you have someone in your business right now who is a part-timer. You know, on in terms of his painting skill set, one to ten, what is it? Five. Okay. Your painting skill set, one to ten, what is it? Don't be humble. Seven. 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 Okay, so it'd be in your best interest to find a 10, right? Somebody who's mm-hmm. better than you, mm-hmm. that could take over what you do on the job. So you could be the customer service extraordinaire. And your job is to build a five and a four, maybe a, maybe a two around that person and build a team. And that's how you do it. You got to build a team. Okay, but you need a leader. You need to find somebody that's going to take over uh, the aspects of painting. Now, you might find a five, turn him into a seven, and he takes it upon himself to be a 10. Okay, you could find that. But I don't think you need somebody without experience. You need somebody with painting experience when you're looking for this role. Okay. right. And you need to get out of the brush as quickly as possible.
1: Oh, believe me, I'm I'm running.
2: You're running. running. All right. So let's talk money. How
0: much are you willing to pay a full time painter that has? Everything that, that, that you would expect someone to have in terms of skill set to produce the jobs that you're taking on at this juncture.
1: How much am I willing to pay for it? Yes. Uh, I'm willing to pay top dollar for it. I'm willing What's to that pay top for, dollar.
0: What's that number? The,
1: right now we're at 27 to $30 an hour.
0: It's a great number. You're ready. Okay. Now, second part of this, do you have a payroll system ready to go?
1: So I have, I'm signed up with paychecks. Um, All right. Get I, rid of paychecks. Get rid of paychecks. Rid, rid of them. Horrible. Dust Dusto. Dusto. Okay, I've used Gus. That was one of my previous employers. Use Gus, though. I'm familiar. So Gus, okay, Gusto.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. I Gusto. need,
1: uh, so I need to. I still need to get my my tax number from the state and my other number so that I can apply for the payroll tax and stuff. I okay. haven't done that.
0: Yeah. Have you not? Have you not done that? Because it's just something you haven't done, or is it something that's there, there's like a a barrier in the way? It's just something you need to sit down and do. In my brain, I
1: was thinking, oh, I need to get jobs and sandbag jobs and have things lined up. That security thing, like, oh, yeah. I need to have this security yeah. before I can tell someone, oh yeah, I'll bring you on and, and give you. I'm yeah. um, trying to keep stress off of me, but I no guess no one likes
0: doing this boring clerical administrative stuff. But it's it's almost like laying the foundation of a home before you build it, right? right. So uh, just make sure that that's a focus because here's the deal. Again, if your core motivation is care. Make sure that you're bringing people into a structured home. You right. want to make sure that 100%. when you have that A plus applicant right now, you may not be offering benefits fine, but make sure when they come in, they're going to be a little bit impressed with your onboarding, your payroll, your, your, you know, your onboarding process like you were when that previous employer had the payroll system set up. Like well, so sure much more. That.
1: I want to, I want to be, I don't want to be a chuck in a truck. I don't want to, no, be, we're not going to do that. Dude, so I'm I'm wanna, just saying. I want,
0: I, yeah. Set I want to that have up, that presence
1: right? that we are a real legit right. business The second of part of
0: that is you need to get your accounting squared away. It's going to cost you more money without an accountant. Some people look at this as an expense. It's an investment. In other words, your accountant is going to give you a return. They have to. And guess what? Any money you spend on an accountant is a deduction that comes off your taxes. So it's, it's literally the biggest win-win in the world to get an accountant. I have a referral for you. I'll send you uh, their information. Okay. This, so- yeah paint counters or paint paint bookkeepers booking bookkeeper bookkeeping for painters Phenomenal. Okay, cool. They, they, they literally only work with painters i mean yeah yeah can't. i found them before
1: i even found you guys so Perfect. that's funny that, that okay. always so of
0: so it. like i said like if we're like i mean i know that the topic was sales and it's like it's so much more than that because like for me i don't really need to be logical in sales when it really is about my team making sure that my promises are being kept to them about work. I don't want to have the phone call. I don't have work for you guys. No, I never want to experience that phone call. No, I don't have work this week. I will never say those words. I will knock doors before I say those words. It just won't happen. That's just the way my brain works, you know? So for me, I'm always running uh, ahead of the curve, trying to stay ahead, stay ahead, stay ahead that my resourcefulness kicks in. Hey, I don't feel like making follow-up calls. I'm making follow-up calls today because I see the schedule and it's getting kind of light. Or, hey, you know what? I got to spend this money on marketing. I got to get leads in so I can convert them to jobs, so I can sell jobs so we can move forward. You know, so. Right. Start there. You got to hire, man. You got to get that new employee. And I don't know what this situation is with this part-timer. Is he he like an A-plus asset or is he just somebody that kind of just is a helping hand that doesn't really care about your business, just wants a couple of dollars? No, no,
1: he does. He's
0: he's trying to do his own
1: thing. He's trying to start his own business. He's not licensed, bonded, insured. Um, okay. He's a, just a solo guy. So he is, I'm trying to teach so him.
0: Let me, yeah. So, so in his, you said his paint skills are five. Right. So you got two people that are starting or trying to start their own business working together. Right. You're teaching him what he needs to know to start <laughs> his own business and you're still kind of just figuring out your own business. I honestly think that you should sever the relationship and, and zero in because you are in survival mode right now. Right. I mean, yeah. you need to make a hire, you know, because if you don't, here's what happens. Listen to these business breakthroughs, man. And many people come on with the same scenario. And the reality is, is that if they're not actively doing the hiring, they're just going to keep actively doing the painting, right? you know, and it's a right. hard cycle to get out of, dude. You know how stressful that is. Yeah. I mean, paint jobs are not easy. You're working probably eight to 10 hours a day. Are you? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. What are you doing on right yeah. Friday? You got it today. Oh, open? I just finished the
1: job, so I'm I, I definitely nice. give myself office time. I'm not. Good. I don't grind it hard, hard. I good. I, I overpriced
0: good. my job, so I don't
1: have to grind. I it like out. that,
0: but you're preparing for paying employees, which I like. That's right, exactly. You know, so I'm going to give you the hiring course, so you can take that and kind of just go through it, so you have a strategy. My suggestion is is get the ad out on Indeed today. At the very least, just see what applicants come through. You're going to start seeing some skill sets come through. There's a really cool feature on Indeed that lets you invite applicants. And it shows you how recent they were active on Indeed. In other words, Indeed can log when they were on there. So you can say, it'll it'll show you Joe with, and his previous employer was true value painting. And he's a paint crew leader. And it says he was active three hours ago. Well, you can go on there and invite him to apply to your job. Okay. Pretty baller, dude. To be able to do that. So that's what I love about indeed. But just explore that freaking forest, so you can start being a. a, It's a very strong, confident point as a business owner to know that at any given time you could tap into the labor market and get an employee. Like that's a powerful skill set to learn, and I think that's your next step to just get that going, and prepare for the growth. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I got a question for you then sure. on that. Um, so I, like I said, I have a guy that I'm, that, that is a, that is a 10 on the skill set. Um, a, a friend of mine, we've worked together. I know his, and I want, I, my, my, my thinking is that I can bring him on as a first hire. And it's something that I can grow a team around. And it's something I want to bring him up as my man. He's my management. He would be my, my project manager, my supervisor. a new no employee. This new employee. He's I I look at him, I would love for him to be a business partner. I would love for him, he's got the knowledge on this the the trade side. He knows all the painters, he's done everything. He is what I wanted to be as a painter. Um, so I'm looking to bring him on first. And he knows that it's gonna, we're a startup company, we're new and stuff, but I'm almost kind of thinking to bring him in as a on like as a partner deal almost um with it. What are your thoughts on that? So is this someone you used to work with? Yes. And he's still working for them. He's still working. I actually just got him my business mentor owns a business commercial business. I just got him a job um, over there. I've been keeping him employed at other companies um, and keeping tabs on him for the last year.
0: It depends, man. I mean, that's completely up to you. I mean, I can't say that a partnership is a bad move. I think that, um, if you handle the sales, marketing, and business side, and he handles the production side, I mean, that's a pretty strategic advantage. If you know his character, which it sounds like you do. I, right, I do. Um,
1: a bit, that's a big, big part is I know how he works when no one's around. I know how yep. he he deals with employees because I was one of them. We were just regular employees in the job. I know when someone's think, like, hey, um, I want to go and do something really stupid. He's yeah. like, no, you're not doing that. I, I, yeah. He's got
0: really good. Look, turns. two heads are better than one, man. I'll never say that that's a bad idea if you know the person. Um, I would make sure that there's definitely an inter- attorney involved and you guys get it all legal. and Right. Um, but I think that partnership requires risk.
1: Definitely.
0: And he needs to take a risk. Definitely. If he's going to do this, he needs to quit and come right. work, work with right. you now. You know what I'm saying? That needs to be put out on the table immediately so you know which direction to head in. Okay, Okay? because reality of the situation is he's safe and comfortable at his job. You're out on the island taking all the risk right now. So if you bring someone in and offer them equity, you know- Oh, definitely.
1: He would definitely take a risk.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, you just, and I'm kind of paraphrasing. So anyone else thinking about this, listening to it kind of feels, you know, understands the concept here. But equity right now in your business is nothing. Worth nothing, right? So, even if you say, Hey, you're a part owner, you guys got to understand that there's not going to be enough pie to go around for profit to be shared. You really don't have any profit. You guys need to be paying yourselves as employees of the business. You've got to agree with him on what his weekly rate is going to be or what his monthly rate is going to be. And he doesn't, some people who don't understand the principles of business will hear the concept of partnership or ownership and think, Oh, I'm about to get some money. Right. Right. you got to understand that concept of like, hey, no, you're going to get paid a fifty thousand dollar salary for the first year. At the end of the year, we'll look at all of our financials and we'll decide if there's any left over to divvy out for profit, which chances are there's not because our goal is to reinvest it back into the business. So that's going to be the challenge is just making sure that this person understands that, hey, you know, even though you're a partner, your equity really doesn't matter other than you have obviously say at the dinner table and you have potential for profit once the company grows, you know, and I would do an agreement. You started the business. There's an agreement called a, uh, it's a, it's a four-year vesting schedule with a one-year cliff. So in other words, if you guys agree on 25% equity, he can't just quit in six months and get 25% equity. Okay he has to work with you for a whole year. Then he gets 25% of the agreement. So in other words, let's say you guys agreed on 25% equity. He's going to get like 8.5% for the first year. And then every month after that, he gets 2% of whatever the agreement is up until four years. And at four years, he'll be fully vested and he'll own 25% of your company.
1: Okay, okay. That's that's really important.
0: A good attorney will help you with that
1: okay i got one
0: good all right man well i think that'll do it for today man was this helpful
1: it was very helpful you got me kind of thinking on some things that i knew that i needed to touch on some kind of my uh, pain points put some pressure on me uh that's my thing through my my whole life is wanting security you know taking yeah. a little bit of security a little bit of security um but i know that my superpower is when i get backed into a corner um that's when big things change in my life so Well, it sounds like what you need to do, is you need
0: to hire, regardless of if this person comes on board with you or not, you really need to start the process of of filtering out applicants. I mean, to be honest with you, you should be doing at least three phone interviews a week, Uh, one sit down interview a week, you know, and just looking for that right person, man. Um, You got to realize that there's people right now in your area that have moved into your area that want a good opportunity to work for a great guy like you. And there's people that are with someone that's not so great that they want a different opportunity. Everyone's always looking to improve, be the right. face of improvement. Don't be the place of settlement.
2: Yeah, yeah um, I know. You
0: know, that's that's uh-huh. the goal. Shay, pleasure, brother. If you need anything else, you know how to reach me. I'm going to send you that link to the course. Um, and uh, yeah, man, good luck.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate All your right, time. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you're welcome, man. See you. All right. See you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So, uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right, so uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is, is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. What's up everyone, I'm here with Chris Rodriguez, um, he's here to share a little bit about Drip Jobs and what it's been doing for him. Um, I'll start off by saying, just give me some raw, authentic thoughts about it, man. What's it doing for you?
2: Honestly, it's been huge for us. Um, the biggest thing i found is how much free time I've gotten now. Like it's opened up a lot of time, not only in my business, but in my personal life. So that's been huge with like the automation, with the follow-ups and things like that. And also on top of that too, you know, the experience that it gives our customers, you know, how professional it looks from the beginning all the way to the end. You know, we, we really pride ourselves in the experience that we give to our customers too. So it's been perfect for us.
0: You getting any feedback from your customers about it?
2: Oh yeah, tons. Every time, like, I feel like three out of every five customers, you know, come back to us and be like, oh my God, I can't believe like how professional that was. Or, you yeah. know, you got back to us so quick, like the system's so cool and easy.
0: Yeah, it makes it easy. You know, one thing that we, we try to do is connect you to the customer in a way that where you almost feel like we work for you, you know. <laughs> that's yeah. how it is, you know, and uh, you know, that's cool, man. So you have the uh so you have the automation set up. What is the um you know, what what is the feedback in terms of the automated drips after you send a proposal out, right? So like you send a proposal out, drip job shoots out, drip messages for the course of like a month. Have you won any jobs from it or people responding to them at the very least? Uh- <clears>
2: Yeah, I I totally have. Um, I've actually, it's funny, it works so good that sometimes I forget about jobs that we've sent out and then I get a message back from somebody. I'm like, oh man, that that was like two weeks ago. Um, But yeah, I found that a lot of uh, people have been responding back. We've been getting a lot more jobs from that. And that's where we really were lacking before Drip Jobs.
0: When, before you signed up for Drip Jobs, I think you probably heard about it, right? Yeah. It was, there was some apprehension of course, new software. What is a piece of advice you have to anyone that I show this to or, or put this sound bite into uh, to them? Maybe they're on the fence, maybe they think they have a good system they're using Joist or uh, some of the others estimating softwares yep. what advice you'd give to them
2: yeah that was uh that was totally me. Um, I was using one of those cheaper softwares I was on the fence you know a little more money, smaller business you know. Do we really need something like that? And I'm in the mindset now that it's the total opposite. Like, if you're a smaller business, like you definitely need something like this. What I say, like, yeah, it it definitely. Because um, I'm like an owner operator, so I'm still in the field. So it's like almost impossible to work all day and get back to everybody. Yeah, so you know, implementing this has been huge. It saves so much time for us. Like, it, it's a no brainer. I think. If you're on the fence, definitely do it and you'll thank you Tanner and myself later. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you, brother. Are you sending the uh, booking link to people that call you?
2: I am now. I saw that you did that and I was like...
0: Oh, that button genius. there? You saw we put the button there?
2: No, I didn't see the button. Where's the button?
0: Yeah, on the on the app, it says new request at the bottom. Yeah. And all you got to do is tap it, punch in the number and it shoots them a text message with your link.
2: Oh, wow. See, that, yeah. that's another thing I love about it too. It's like, it starts off, it's a great system, but you keep improving it and it just yeah, gets better and better and better, and
0: better. Bringing it. And I love that because it's so easy and, and just for anyone listening, what that does, someone calls you typically like it used to be, all right, what's your first name, last name, email, phone number, address, and you're trying to get all this information. You write it down somewhere, or you type it in your calendar, but now we just give you a link to send them and they fill it out. It goes into jobs in the right spot creates an appointment request and sends them a text and an email in seconds. And, uh, you can get back to doing what you're doing and you being an owner operator right now, you're in a vehicle. You're probably going to estimates or checking on a yep. job. Like you don't have time for all that, man. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, glad. I'm glad it's working. Out.
2: Yeah, dude, it, it works so good. And I think I, I, when we met at the PC, I kind of told you, like, I was on vacation with my family, you know, at Disney world, about to get on a ride with my daughter and two leads came in. Normally, you know, I have to call them back real quick. I got on the ride with her, got off, and drip jobs already followed up with them, and they booked both the appointments. You oh, know?
0: man, that's crazy, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, <like> that, <laughs> that's, that time to me is invaluable.
0: That's huge, because you would have had to say, hold on, I got to go take care of these leads real quick, because you know you were getting charged for them,
2: right. and
0: you had to step away from your family in that moment, called them now if they didn't answer you would have had this feeling like damn like I got to now that would have been on your head
2: yeah exactly
0: Whole time I've been there um yep. and then this thing followed up with them instantly customer it's almost like you had an office admin in the office while you were at Disney yep
2: exactly <laughs> so,
0: and uh yep. it was handling business for you and uh you didn't yep. have to text her or him to be like uh hey follow up with that lead
2: <laughs> yep exactly so that that right there is just The value is crazy. Like it's priceless.
0: There is one of the best testimonials I've ever heard. And I've been doing this sort of system for a while, but when it became Drip Jobs, that was a good one right there, man. I appreciate it. Yeah,
2: no, no problem, man. It's, I love it.
0: (laughs) Thank you, brother, for your support. Anyone listening to this, please take heed to Chris's advice. He was most, in most cases, just like you. I think he has a business breakthrough that you could go listen to on the podcast somewhere. But thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. All right, man.